and welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. To behave or run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner, manner. Hello and welcome to episode 30.0 of the Run Amok Podcast presented, as always, by Juncture Magazine. I'm your host, David Stone. Joining me via the power of the internet, we got <laughs> Carson Cooper back from the dead. Back from not Back from the dead? Not uh, no, no. Just, um, just you know, just, just, had to get, just had to get right. Had to get yeah. right. <laughs> just had to get right. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. And producer Gary on the ones and twos, looking handsome as ever. What up, my man? Not much, dude. Still got the, still got the beard. Oh going, yeah, so. rocking the oh natural. Like it. It's looking a little scruffy right now. I decided, inspired by you, that I'm gonna keep the the beard going as well. And I found like a beard grooming kit I got maybe last last Christmas. Maybe it was a birthday. I never used it before, but it hmm. came with a a beard oil. Yeah. Oh yes. I think we probably all know where this is going. Opened yes. it wrong. Beard oil everywhere. Very difficult to clean up. Uh, and it turns out, might be allergic as well, uh, which is a tough item to figure out you might be allergic to because you put it all over your all face. Over your face. <laughs> all over your mug. So oh, I started like boy. getting itchy. Um, Did that have a particular I... like scent to it? Cedar. It's a tree of some sort. I believe cedar. Cedar beer. Wow. That's yeah, that's it's strong. a nice it's pungent. Not, it, no, it's not pungent. No, oh, I know what you're thinking. Uh very light scent. I actually However, have a beard oil as well, and it's flavored uh root beard flavored. float. Oh, okay. I do say flavored because it's root beard. That's a little <laughs> I missed the pun. That's super the, funny. Yeah, I knew you did. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Worth it though. Worth the repeat. Yeah. Um yeah, but I put it on the next day and it got because I didn't really realize that that could have been the problem. wasn't as bad, so I think I'm growing a tolerance to it. Um, and we'll see, we'll see how how unkept it gets. But right. uh, before we jump into Tiger King recap, potentially the last baking update ever, and uh, and a few other little points to take care of. We got to do some housekeeping. More important than ever before, get out the hand sanitizer. Get out the shot glasses. Get out Windex. Uh, what do you got there, Coop? Some wet wipes. wipes. Cottonelle wipes. All right. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Get those out as well. And uh, wipe some stuff down. I got down. some vitamin D. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Get out, I mean, get out some vitamin D. That's not quite house cleaning, but it's adjacent. <laughs> it's self-care. So uh, get out the D3 pills and uh, visit at Juncture Magazine on Instagram. Follow us for sports, music, pop culture content. And get ready to visit JunctureMagazine.com on April 25th. So we're recording this on April 18th. In one week from now, four days from when you're listening to this, it's going to be out. So get ready. And I've said, I've been on record saying it's my favorite issue ever. Kind of tied with the December issue. Kind of tied with the December issue. I like Um, the December issue. Exactly. Had a lot of... But I mean... A lot of people did. So get ready for April. It's going to be really, really fun. 
Uh, and I'm excited about about the writers we got for for May as well. I know Coop's doing a story. So just be sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast if you want to. Gain to – man, and one thing you don't need to do, though, is go to Juncture Magazine on Facebook. I've said it before. I'll say it again. There's nothing there. There's not going to be anything there. Every week, we get more and more views on the page. It's just a way – it's the least productive thing you could do. <laughs> it would be more productive to just daydream and stare at a wall. There's not anything yeah. on the page yeah. – if you're on our Facebook page, go interact with the Instagram page and uh, you know, just pretend that that page isn't there. Now, we're going to recap episode three of Tiger King, which I forget the title, but it should be titled like Murder Murder She Wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Just like that. <laughs> uh, an right. episode center, really centered around murder. But before we get into that, we want to get in to a little bit uh a little bit something tamer yet just as dramatic so i've made a goal to be productive during the quarantine and and really mm -hmm. that productivity just really amounted to starting to bake look brand new baker rookie baker i thought here's a fun thing that i can share with friends sending people pictures of something i created it felt good i chose out of pride after nailing scones to upload a picture yeah. on my own personal Instagram page. Now, people were very quick to point out the fact that I didn't post an after photo of said scones after they were done and therefore assumed that they turned out poorly. Now, you're a half you're a glass half empty type person. Is that like <laughs> what a slap in the face to assume yeah. they've gotten destroyed. And so, naturally what a way to view the world. Was, yeah, that's sad. It makes me sad. Yeah, sad and so people like that. I told people, just watch the podcast. I take multiple bites out of the scones. And I get a message from a junkhead. And I know for a fact that, look, she's a subscriber. She might be a reviewer. She's a, she's a loyal listener. However, this is inexcusable. This is inexcusable feedback. I get a text message that says, I don't know about that scone, which is a tough introduction. It would probably be a 4.7 out of 10 for Ooh, appearance. Out of 10. Jesus. And let me tell you something right now. My first thought was, was pity when I heard that. Because, <laughs> yeah, because, because simply, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, you, you just don't know what you're talking about. Because, uh, look, appearance, it's a scone. It's a, it's a brick of white flour they were eaten in the trenches of the war like what are you expecting a wedding cake sure you can have a 10 point scale for a scone but a scone oh. appearance scale should be one to yeah. three one to a two ten. maybe burnt <laughs> or not burnt or decent should be one out of two, two out of two, or zero out of two. You burnt the whole thing to the goddamn ground. What are you talking about? Four like, points. Tell me, like, what's the difference between like a, a six, yes. and an eight of a scone? You know what I mean? That's like, what, what I'm would, saying. What would the difference really be? And so I, I said, I don't even know what you could possibly be critiquing. I'm flabbergasted. And then she moves it down to 3.9 i mean at that point you're just you're, you're just at that point your scale is arbitrary like you yeah, all that's right all and i don't want to get into the scale discussion but yeah. uh david's very strong about how scales should be 
uh, ordered in the world. Just I uh, just have integrity in your scale. Agreed. Like have some yes. consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jump have down some pride into your own scale. You can't be jumping willy nilly and expect people to take you serious. Yeah, it eight yeah. points based on me saying I'm flabber. I mean, and yeah. so that's it no goes on to mine. say. Um, bump back up because we made some funny jokes on the podcast. She goes, that "Oh, actually, scale. maybe I'll I'll bump it to five point three because you made some fake funny scale. jokes." Fake scale, so it's not even about the scale. Fake scale, yes, not yes. It's not yeah, this, this is about you. <laughs> exactly. I'm being rated. I'm being rated, which I'm fine You're with. Being rated. Don't yeah. touch the scones. Yeah. Don't let's, touch let's the call scones. What it is? It's a David scale. Spades <laughs> a spade. Yeah. It's another. It's a. Yeah. It's a. It's a nothing scale. It's a, a nothing scale. Yeah. That's right. Um. And so again, thank you for subscribing. We love that you watch. However, your opinion is invalid, uh, except for this. If you rated the podcast, in which case, thank you so much, and we appreciate yeah, 2. that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for appearance, out of out of twelve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was gonna. You know what? I I'm not gonna say this is the last baking update of the week. Um. However, it's on hiatus. It's on hiatus, and I made something delicious, and you I, I get right shot before it. you come back. Gotta get right. I'm not even gonna tell you what I got up next, too. I have a very spicy choice up next, too. Extremely hard to pull off. Notorious. Not spicy in the way you think, though, because we use spicy in a different way. No, no. I mean, (laughs) I mean, spicy in terms of daring, bold, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Yes. It's not like tamale cookies. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But yeah. uh, yeah. Thanks for keeping me on my toes, junkheads. We've said before, no one likes to critique us more. Uh, than our own listeners so i i mean that's something now we talked last week about a 12 year old kid uh and and look i went in on him a little bit i i'm i just want to get carson's opinion here so i went for a walk today i saw this same kid again and what is he donning he's skateboarding down the street with pajamas on and 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 this is maybe five six in the afternoon the day is late it, it's almost over yes, at that point yes but certainly not evening yet it's like no, no, no. midday yeah, I, I really Mid, yes how do you feel carson about <laughs> people over the age of let's say nine years old okay wearing any sort of pajama i don't want to see i'm just at top maybe just a bottom and then they got a t-shirt how are you feeling when you see that plaid down the street <laughs> and i'll tell you after what i assume <laughs> Okay, so um, how do I feel about them just wearing it, period, or out in public? Oh, out in public. Like, dude, in the privacy of your own home, on your I mean, patio, okay, whatever. Given the time, I already know that's what you wore the night before when you're just in it. Like, you never got out yes. of it. Sure. Um, so, one, you dirty. Clean yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, change. No one showers and then gets back in the same pajamas. Exactly. You didn't shower. I Thanks for letting us know. bottoms are from Giant Tiger. I already know that. <laughs> Yeah, and no free ads. Intern Darren bleep out giant tiger. Have it be plaid. Also, I have so I have many issues actually with it. So yeah, yeah, and and yeah. no, and I think this is important to note as well. The bottoms were not elasticized. Oh, it would I make it better. It. Borderline bell bottom. <laughs> borderline. That's bell dangerous. Bottom. No, he would, and he was skateboarding. <laughs> Dude, are you trying to break? Yeah, that, your, like, imagine <laughs> one of those cuffs gets caught in a wheel. Yeah. Caught, in a, caught in a bearing. You're done. <laughs> Cut a truck. <laughs> yeah, so I'll tell you what I assumed last week. And I reflected when we were editing the podcast. 
on this opinion. And I honestly think that uh, it's miraculous how accurate I was with this. I think if you are the type of person after at a, a 10 years old or older to wear pajamas out doing an activity, like not just going to the mailbox, not just on the front porch reading. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Coffee. You're doing there something. is probably a 70 to 80% chance that you do crack or a drug that is more extreme in your life at some point. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see not currently. I'm not saying this 12-year-old is is doing it necessarily. I'm I'm saying there's no and I'll say this with confidence. I'd just like someone to run the numbers on this. I'm saying there is nobody in the history of mankind who has ever skateboarded with plaid pajamas on and then yeah. gone on okay. to have That's a corner fair. office. Yeah, you've never, you've never controlled a workplace. How much? I want to know how much the fact that they're um, near bell bottoms play into it. I mean, not a whole lot. If you're elasticized, but, you're still a mess. I mean, like, yeah, I, but, let, yeah, it's definitely it not doesn't help. Things. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It it certainly doesn't help. Yeah, let's tighten up those bottoms. So I'm glad you agree, uh, Gary. In the moment, I was able to to convince pretty easy. I think I just caught you okay. off guard. You said last week it could be a power move for a kid. Um, I was I just meant like in terms of quarantine, like I think yes. it's kind of I got you. Quarantine, different animal. Get off the road. Yeah, just stay on your property <laughs> yeah. if you're gonna. Last week he was at least raking leaves. Not even leaves. This week he's raking grass. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, of course, because I you simply probably don't listen to instructions <laughs> that well if you're still in your pajamas. You don't really. You're not a type of person to abide by a lot of structure in your day to day life. Yeah. I have to assume um any other news from the week though carson you missed it i cut the back of my own hair last week not Why? on the podcast Why did you do that it was getting rat tail a little rat tail uh we can't uh, have that getting a little scruffy on the sides took care of it I, uh, may i give an appearance update on um on our compadre caleb yes he, i would love that <laughs> he yeah, was, uh, yeah kind enough to actually drop off a uh a latte for me about oh, that's cool. Ago. Mine must have gotten. He must have gotten lost on the way to my house. <laughs> two minutes away from yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, because I and, yeah, because um, I live two minutes away from you. Yeah. And also super yeah, close like, to Starbucks. Go ahead. He, <laughs> he had a hat on, and he walks up, and I all I see is like hair flaring out. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I like to. I like to exaggerate. We probably all yeah. know that. It was like down to here. Stop it. No, 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 no! He turns around to walk, like walk back to his car after he like yeah. dropped it off. I'm not. It, it was a mullet. It was <laughs> a full mullet. It, like it started wow. to curl at the bottom, but like down to here. That's super surprising that he chose to buy a new hairpiece just to fit in with everyone <laughs> right? in quarantine. I mean, That's it's not... called solidarity. Yeah, I have to respect I it. Guess but, so, uh, but it seems like a weird move. Like Joe Exotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fan of the program. Thankfully, it was still his natural hair color. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah he kept his wits about him when yeah, he was able uh, to find the, uh, the proper piece. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People, so that's our our normally our fourth podcaster. I know some people listen to uh, these episodes without listening to the former basketball podcast. We used to have a fourth compadre, and for for reasons that have become quite apparent, he doesn't like to be on camera. <laughs> I mean, I respect it now, I guess. We get the reason. So we know. Well, yeah. I'm glad that you're here, Carson. The last two weeks, Thank we've you. been recapping Tiger King. And, yes. and man, me and Gary have been certainly into it. The thing is, you both, both of you have 
seen all the way through the show. Now, Gary yes. is waiting to see the, the last, last episode. episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. Yeah. Okay. I'm waiting. So, I'm holding out. No spoilers from that. I, Gary, I respect the hell out of you. If I don't know if I saw seven and I just had one more, I might be like, I'm already so close. Yeah. Well, there's these people that just watch all the way to the end of the show and then they, they just don't watch the last episode. Like, they get all the way through and they just, they just stop. That's insane. You just brought that up. <laughs> Caleb. Caleb does that. <laughs> Dude, oh my Caleb, gosh, of Caleb course. watched three quarters of Fargo's finale and stopped. <laughs> Dude, midway through the final him, episode. Caleb, he, oh, I still got to finish Fargo. Hey, it was two years ago. Also, don't <laughs> tell me you like the show then. You can't yeah, 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 yeah. wait to review the show to me. Oh, I actually really liked Fargo. Well, you haven't seen it. It's like I, trying to scone with what happened. You haven't seen the show. You, if you haven't watched yeah. the finale, you haven't seen it. Like, you don't <laughs> tell me you like it. Yeah, maybe yeah, you don't yeah. like it now. After yeah. that, and that's multiple that's shows. So though, funny, it's you brought not that just up. That show. Yeah. <laughs> what other ones? He did that for with Peaky Blinders for the longest time too. Uh, he did uh, that with. Uh, I almost said uh, Black Hawk Down. Not the show. <laughs> not a show. Actually, Black Hawk Down. <laughs> a show. Oh, I'm not even going to tell you what show yeah, I was thinking. It's a of, movie because uh, it's not close to Black Hawk Down. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, what's the Kevin Spacey one? House of Cards? Um, House of Cards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down. Were you thinking like a combination of like, uh, what, 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 what's that? I uh... was, I was thinking House of Cards. I was thinking <laughs> three words. Well, honestly, Blackhawk, not three Olymp- words, but close enough. Olympus has fallen, little combination in there. I don't there, know. There we like... go. See, we're on the unit. It's just a couple yeah. hops away. Yeah, <laughs> it's like four degrees of separation, maybe just yeah. three. Yeah, so not that far. <laughs> However, we've been holding out. Carson knows what's happened, but we just hit episode three. Carson and I watched it on Netflix party. We're going back and forth now. There is a lot, a lot to jump into, but I want to start <laughs> the first thing. I know. Uh, actually, mm, yeah, is Carol hot? Tough to tell. I think <laughs> <laughs> that was my first note. Is Carol hot? And uh, I'll, you know what? I'll be brave enough to say, yes, Carol is hot. Um, however, second scene. Oh, Carson doesn't. Carson doesn't want to go out on a take a stance. <laughs> Carson, have you have you ever heard the saying, um, "If you stand for nothing, you fall for anything"? That's kind of <laughs> what you're doing right now. I just i I actually just find it baffling that David is this like. Very astute young man, uh, well educated, and his he's a great <laughs> writer, fantastic note. journalist. And his first note was a question mark: um, uh, "Is is Carol Baskin hot?" It just baffles me. Just yeah. baffles well, me. Okay. This, is, so, this is what uh, the quality of Juncture Magazine has uh, stooped to. <laughs> so I'll get to my second note then. If you want me to skip ahead, is Joe Here's my second note. Second scene: Gladys Lewis Cross. Oldest name of all time, <laughs> Gladys. Of course, you're fifty thousand years old. We so we go to an image of the three oldest women I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> and somehow it's a mother and two daughters. How is that possible? You're all equally one thousand years old, and I mean that. I mean that. I mean that in the nicest way Sincerely. possible. I mean that the nicest way possible. Um, a very weathered, wise look to them. Um, second point. So old. Also, the other two <laughs> ladies' names, Gail and Linda. Eh, so 
old. So we have these three very old women kind of introducing the idea of Carol's sketchiness. This is the first glimpse we get in of sort of uh, Carol, not as an annoying person, not as a thorn in people's sides, but Carol the murderer. A stone-cold killer. A stone-cold killer. I was shocked. So you kind of knew this going into your second watch. But, I mean, you can imagine how kind of surprising and jarring the opening of the episode is for me. Well, absolutely. Even uh, when I watched it like the first time, the first run through, um, I think I think they might mention it in the first two episodes that there was a theory that she like killed her husband. They just kind of passed feels over it real quick. It feels far fetched. Like, and yeah. then they devote an entire episode yeah. just to that. Yeah, yeah. All the yeah. details behind it. It's absolutely wild. So we should know before we get into it some of the details behind the marriage. So. Carol, on a, on a serious note, went through uh, sexual assault in her early years, which, uh, it, I mean, that's, that traumatic experience adds to, I, I mean, adds layers to her, to her character and sort of the uh, abusive relationship with Dawn. We also learn how she met Dawn. I mean, do you, do you yeah. want to explain how, how she met Dawn? Yeah. So, uh... Like, so sketchy. <laughs> I believe that she was um, she was walking down the street. I, I'm pretty sure escaping like her her, her initial abuse. husband at the time, right? Yeah, abusive husband. Yeah. yeah. So she was um, trying to get away from that situation, and she was walking down the street. And um, Don pulls up. Don Lewis pulls up in his car, and uh, says, "Get in." And she's and the like, "Horniest no, no. guy on the planet." Like- uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and she says no, and he goes, "Okay." Does a lap around the block. Comes back and gathers reason, his thoughts. She's, she's not running. Gathers his, her, yeah, his thoughts. Like, What's the best approach here? How do I What's seal the, the deal? And he I pull out. Thinks, I pull out my gun. A firearm. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, she, and it works. Uh, yeah, she peeks in the car, sees the gun sitting there, and he pretty much says to her, "Listen, I just need someone to talk to. It'll make you feel better. You can hold my gun to me while we drive around." And she goes, "You <laughs> yeah. know what? Yeah, yeah, that does sound pretty good." <laughs> So we're off to an interesting dynamic right off the bat. Uh, yeah. Man, the show knows how to open. I'll say that. Oh, yes. Last week, yes, it does. we got uh, uh, we got a Saf. missing lip. Saf's arm was torn off. Yeah. <laughs> and so also 22-year age gap between them. And how did she say it, Coop? How did she describe <laughs> I the love age this. gap? Because she says so, it in a way to make it less sketchy. So the producer to try to says, sound normal. how old were you guys? And... Um, she says, I think, that she was 21, and then she goes, and he was 22 years my senior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> somehow trying to soften the blow. Like, what is that? He was 22 years, comma, comma my senior? My senior. <laughs> no, no, no. He was 22. Like, it's, it adds a little bit of ambiguity where you might think there's yeah. a one-year difference. And when difference. you first just hear the 22, you're like, oh, he's only a year older. But no. Well, that's why I was so confused in the first scene. Because it said Dawn's daughter. I was like, there's no way. They're 100% older than Carol. And then you're like, oh. But still, wouldn't they be close to Carol's age? Yeah. No, because Dawn (laughs) and his first wife got married when he was 17. And And she she was 14. 14. In no part of the world should that be legal. Oh, you had to get your parents to sign? Yeah, no shit. Doesn't matter. No, you should have to get like I don't know eight different police officers to sign. 
I don't know. So get some other authority <laughs> figures in there. Strange threshold. <laughs> Eight feels like the right number. And police officers. <laughs> I mean, I just let's get some members of the law in there. I'm some some feels not right. I'd like I'd like no some lawyers, members of the law. Police officers. <laughs> so speaking of police officers, we get a look into uh is it an FBI agent? Uh, no, I believe it's like the county sheriff. Now, this dude may be, and again, nicest way possible, the biggest moron I've ever met in my life. So, so the, first, why does everyone on the show have the weirdest trick behind them? Yeah. So the the officer has these weird clown masks hanging behind him. Dude, yeah. you're the murderer. <laughs> you killed people. Maybe not Don. I'll let that one slide. But in your life, I would like to see you hooked up to a lie detector and say that you have not ended a man's life. Uh, second, we have who is that guy with the big safe behind him? I kind of lost track of people that he was the, really. Was it the the lawyer? The one? No, in the, no, no. Like the, the white oh. hair, big broad guy. He was really against Carol. I, I, dude, there's so many roles. Oh, probably another. Uh, he like had sanctuary. Weird uh, Victorian wedding pictures behind him, a massive safe, and a baby holding up this gigantic structure behind him. Where is where are people getting this decor? His executive assistant had a bunch of ceramic dolls that yeah, if that you've listened weird. to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I was incredibly frightened. And uh, and what else was going on? The handyman. Who got oh, okay. That handyman. Okay. Listen, no so, handyman that I know would have a busted fence like that. His fence during the whole interview, he's this millionaire's handyman, is legitimately falling over, and it's falling over more and more between each cut, <laughs> between each shot. <laughs> so my one question, so what my thesis is with bringing all these people in, everyone surrounding the situation is so stupid. I, <laughs> I give Carol very little credit for getting, look, she got away with murder. Uh, I'll lock that in right now. I give her very yeah. little credit because everybody involved are morons. Dude, you have the handyman coming in, like the peanut gallery. The handyman is coming in and talking about how well he knew and Don. He's, and he's doing, okay, so this way, yeah, this is what Dave and I pointed out is that, uh, I think we first hear from the mechanic and then the handyman. It's like, did this guy, did Don know anybody if that's <laughs> yeah. who we're pulling on here to talk to? Can we get some His more reliable mechanic? witnesses? Yeah. Yeah. Handyman turned detective. He was spitting out all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just knew everything um, for some reason. But we talk about, we hear about the uh, the conflict in the marriage. Do you remember what that sort of like initial conflict was, Gary, between their marriage? So like Don, they started off breeding, which is an interesting twist uh, that we don't know. Like Carol obviously even more of a hypocrite than you initially suspect and then she, i guess she decides that she wants to stop the breeding and don is thinking look this is i turn everything it's into a business, a business. Yeah. exactly we're going to keep yeah. breeding cross breeding selling them off uh, and so that was a, a place of conflict always also his own daughter who was on his side is calling him a sexaholic mhm uh, I mean, that's a tough one. She said that he has a uh, roaming eye, is a phrase she used. I mean, everyone talks like in such old person terms that somehow <laughs> makes it so much creepier. Like, I would rather someone say, like, oh, 
I'm checking you out right now. Like if a creepy old woman was being like, oh, I just want to check you out. I'd rather her say that than come up to me and say, my eyes are roaming. I've got some wandering eyes on you. I got some roaming <laughs> eyes on you. Like, okay, just hit me with that chloroform. Put me in the back of your truck. I just want this to be over. <laughs> so obviously you have a, a bunch of different factors coming in to this, the, the marriage falling apart. He also wants a divorce. He has a uh, girlfriend in Costa Rica. Uh, again, wants to keep the breeding. Um, he obviously has some w- weird, violent tendencies. I don't know. The gun thing was a red flag. All I'm saying is there is a million motives for this murder. And all of them point to her. Yeah. So yeah. do you think that he was having an affair with the executive assistant as well? Yes. <laughs> You think so? I think he was having an affair with the mechanic as well. Yeah, I think I think a little bit of everybody. <laughs> Couple of the big cats. Somehow he knew Doc little before he was even in the realm. Him and Doc were yeah, they were sharing Doc, wives. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, also I, I gotta talk about the lawyer real quick. So and it's tough to <laughs> this is a tougher episode to recap than most because it's jumping kind of all over the place, right? There's right. no clear like chronological order to it yeah it's just pure facts or the lawyer is he gives such a lawyer answer to everything like they go well who who do you think if you had to guess has the most realistic chance won't go there liberty to say yeah (laughs) and he loves getting the you know like in law and order when they have those uh the final the final sort of wisecrack before the scene ends like yeah looks like this case Dirty cold, and then they cut yeah. away. He wanted dun, dun. every single one of them. Da, da, ba, da, ba, da, ba. He wanted every single one of those. Yeah, my yeah. favorite. I had to write it down. There is a god. Her name is Karma, and she has a sixth sense of humor. I'm. She has cool, a sixth dude. sense of humor. No, I swear to God, he said sixth sense of humor. Like he he flubbed his own. He flubbed his own punchline, and it's humor. She's got her five regular ones. She's got another one. And then that bad boy is called humor, baby. And and then we have the cop who I want to focus in on one last time. Near the end of the episode, he ends with, really, anyone can be a suspect. Dude, it's been 10 years. You got to start chopping off some names. Okay. (laughs) I know I didn't do it. I know I didn't do it. I'm not a suspect. The handyman, not smart enough to fix a fence. Probably not him. Um, the I guy guess... who said uh, he could have killed 37 bodies, but where's the proof? Uh, probably yeah. uh, he should be on the list. He should be on a list. I, <laughs> maybe he doesn't know. I like. Let's focus. Why is no one investigating that dude who's like, look, at the end of the day, it's all hearsay. I could say right here that I killed 37 people. It's free speech. It don't mean nothing. I'd like to look into that a I'd little more. It means something. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> I've never said that in my life. I've actually never even thought about telling anyone I've killed 37 people. Haven't done it. Haven't done it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And what do we have to end here? Oh, so Carol essentially, uh, as we end with knowing that she has cut out the ex-wife who is super bitter. Like, so, I mean, she has reason why, but it's very, very clear that like she has an obvious bias to be against Karen. Karen. Carol, uh, <laughs> little Freudian slip, and 
like she you get why she would be against her and same with the daughters maybe like look your mom got cut out of a marriage for you yeah what a house yeah what are you complaining for his executive assistant lives in a old Shanty. train car <laughs> it's, it's just an old trolley brought off into the middle of the woods a couple american flags and a porch built out of a couple, a couple spare and a ceramic, and a ceramic rooster on the front porch. <laughs> That's it. Look, and I, 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 I was just mind blown at how. That, look, there's no other way to put it. That woman is living in squalor. <laughs> Carol. Yeah. You can't throw her a bone. Let her live in one of your pool houses or something. No, sorry, that's for. <laughs> That's for one of the big cats. For my big yeah. cats, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for one of the interns. Don't know his name yet, but maybe four summers later. So let's – who do you think was – besides Don, who was murdered, who do you think was screwed the most by Carol? Because she's left some bodies in her in the wake wow. of her. Because, look, she cut the – they got 10% the daughters yeah. and the ex-wife of the whole fortune. I feel like the pop yeah, the popular answer people would probably say is old well, Joe Exotic got screwed by Carol. If I had to, if I had to realistically choose it'd probably be the daughters. Um I mean they like literally moved property around before like the will was kind of like gone through, right? Like, that's how, how sketchy yeah. is that? It just gave I, them all like, like the, the garbage properties and stuff. How so is probably probably them? <laughs> I'm going that executive assistant. How are you yeah. that in charge of twenty two million dollars and have look, maybe she made a bad ceramic doll investment. I don't know what they go for. I'm not in that world. I couldn't be less in it. Uh however, it's you're really hung up on she's that. left with nothing. <laughs> she has you need nothing, Carson. You feel you really need to advocate for her. She had two pieces of craft singles for breakfast this morning. Someone needs to advocate <laughs> saw, for this like, woman. In the will, it said, "Upon my disappearance." Like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, understand yeah. why That's they're why not I'm looking saying... into that more. Like, this lawyer's not doing his job clearly. Why? Well, yeah, exactly. Upon my disappearance. Another line from the lawyer: yeah. "In my 37 years, I have never seen that." <laughs> yeah, that's not. Doing... That's not proper verbiage. <laughs> you might say when i die well yeah dude it's a will yeah everyone's gonna anybody anticipates their death but no <laughs> one anticipates their disappearance <laughs> dude i would not trust that guy with literally watching my he had cat. A white shirt on with a white polka dot tie and that's and i would trust dude, that man running right a now. circus <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. Dudes who wear pajamas out in public grow up to wear polka dot ties in a professional <laughs> workspace. I'll tell you that right now. You I don't trust that. anybody. I've Let's seen call that a callback. I, I that is what that's what we in the business do call callback. <laughs> I I used to have a doctor that wore funny socks and uh a funny tie a lot of the yeah. time. Don't trust it. Yeah. But I don't trust it. Dress dress for the okay. job you want. Did you go to a different doctor? I do now. I wouldn't say it's entirely sparked by that, but it didn't help. All right. It didn't didn't slow down my decision. So if sure. people are wondering if I've switched doctors over the past five years, question answered. I have. But before we go, every week we <laughs> every week we ask for a villain 
of the week. And when I say every week, I mean the first week, and then we forgot last week, so we're going to do it again this week. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, it's an e- let's go. No, I, I don't even – we can't. We really can't go anywhere. You know what? Yeah, let's try to pick one besides Carol because it's Carol. Okay, so let's I got try one. To, who, okay, my, go uh, ahead, Coop. My pick is um, Carol's first husband. Obviously. Okay. Yeah, fair pick. Yeah, I yeah. mean, can't really argue about that, nor can I make a funny joke off it either. I'm going to go Joe Exotic um, for no other reason but his – dude, that music video? How do we not <laughs> Where he had mannequin parts and made a music video about Carol killing her husband? Look, there's a 90% chance she did it. On the 10% chance she didn't, you are the biggest monster in the world. Yeah. I mean, He's in that dude, preacher's outfit too. <laughs> he had a mannequin head on a silver platter and was throwing raw meat to the tigers as dude, if the, the one picture was, like the one on his like one of his TV like episodes or well, I don't even know what you call those. Where uh, it was a picture of Don's face and like he superimposed his eyes and like his mouth. In it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's like, yeah. "Hey, Carol, I'm here to haunt your past." Or, I'm here I mean, from your past. Cool. This has turned into a Saw movie very, very quick. This is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was terrifying. First of all, also very poorly done. You have a professional <laughs> producer with you. You that's have Rick Kirkham, and that's the best <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh man, I. I hate Rick Kirkham's voice so much. Oh, I love it. Like, I, I, it would drive me nuts, but I think it's so unique. It sounds like he's got so much phlegm in his throat all he the does. time. And Rick, Definitely I know does. Rick watches this too, so I don't mean to make fun of yeah. something he can't help. I'm sorry. He's watching it from, uh, from Norway. I think that's where he lives now. Is that where he is? Yeah, interesting choice. It feels like somewhere, yeah. and I don't know this for a fact, um, me and Gary have gotten in the habit while you're gone, Coop, of speaking mm. a lot of things that may not be facts. Like last week, we defined the difference yeah. between prisons and jails. Oh, so just, you mean, in other words, making things up? Well, no, we could be right. Uh, listen back and let us know in the comments section. Sure. Uh, but I feel like Norway is the place to go for uh, immunity if you've uh, been a part yeah. of some crime. I agree. Does that feel right? Yeah. Yes, uh, that sounds sure. Yeah. So do you guys have, you've seen it already. So it's tough for you to do predictions mm-hmm. for next week. Almost to the point where I'm, I might all, skip it, you guys for predictions. It's also a little impossible because, like, this episode, I feel like, just kind of, uh, like, objectively speaking, um, doesn't really, like, fit in the chronological flow of the other ones. So, like, there's nothing really from this week that kind of, like, hints at what next week per se would be about. You know what I mean? I it's do almost know exactly. like a bit, It's almost like a bit of a standalone. You make a great point. And yet I'm going to make a prediction anyway. So okay. <laughs> I don't know, Gary, if you remember my prediction from episode one. Okay, yeah, yeah, so don't yeah. say it. Cut. It, it, has yet- it hasn't come true yet. But I think I got to double down. I think Joe and Carol are going to kiss. At some point. At some point in the show, Joe and Carol are going to smooch at some point. I just think there's a lot of tension there building that's up. Insane. I'm just saying that's my prediction. You, you can't shame that- my prediction. I mean, episode <laughs> one. That's my prediction. You can't okay. shame my prediction. I haven't seen the show. You that's fine, can't but- say- no, you can't say that you wouldn't no, predict but- that. No, but hold on. You've, you've seen never three been in my episodes. position. No, no, no. 
But you're okay, fair. But you're watch, you've watched three episodes, and you're doubling down on that prediction, though. I feel good about that's it. I feel a, good that's about that's something it. you'd say if you haven't watched any episodes. But you actually said that after watching one, then watch yeah. two more, and now doubling down on that same prediction. I think we forgot to do predictions wild. last week. I would uh, I would I'd be tripling down right now. Down Let's focus. Remember to do it. Um, but ask me next week. Maybe it would have. <laughs> Just call me adult. I don't know. Is that what you heard? Wow. All right. Um, I think that's I think that's the episode right there. Uh, however, we do have a sponsor for this episode. Now, do you remember what it is, Carson? Oh, shoot. No, I remember what it is. I got it right here. I forgot about I have it. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot for a second. I was going to have you remind me. Intern Darren just sent over the facts just in time. Okay, that's good. So... <laughs> Today's episode of the Runway Podcast is brought to you by Anne Marie's Ceramic Dolls. Now, they're timeless. They don't know how, you have no idea how much they're going to be worth years from now. They're like Beanie Babies. People collected those for years thinking they're going to go up someday. They never did. Ceramic Dolls, on the other hand. And you can see episode three of Tiger King. Watch and you'll see the craftsmanship, the sheen on these things. The, the density, the intricacies of Amory's Ceramic Dolls. Now, if you go to amoryceramicdolls.com slash the Runner Rock Podcast, you get two perfect uh, replicas of Dawn and Carol's wed- like the little wedding figures that go on top of the wedding cake. They're a ceramic doll is, version. How old is Anne-Marie? Now, and again... <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm going to give a serious answer. I, anywhere between <laughs> 40 <laughs> and 152. 152. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anywhere in between there. Anywhere in between there. I, yeah, I, it's tough to say. However, she'll be around long enough to, uh, to dole out some ceramic dolls for you. So you get two, those two free replicas of uh, Don and Carol's wedding cake. Uh, figurines. Uh, if you, if you type in code Run My Podcast at checkout, I don't come up with the promotions, Carson. Don't give me that look. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Where can they follow us? Everywhere, anywhere you want. At Juncture Magazine was the answer I was looking for. Facebook. But anywhere you want, no, well. not Facebook. Especially Facebook. Check out and- Facebook. We post all our new uh, updates for everything. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, only the, the profile picture is uh, just a J because that's what they give you automatically. Uh, <laughs> but don't let that alarm you. There's a bunch of stuff going on there. So be sure to check it out. And where can they go to uh, to read the magazine? Facebook. Facebook.com. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, check out Facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.